0: Welcome to Living Strong, The Flip Side of Adversity, with your host, Dr. Veardra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veardra Jackson. Hello, and welcome to
1: Living Strong, The Flip Side of Adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I have not been afraid to reinvent myself, and neither has our guest for this evening's episode. As an entrepreneur, she has taken risks. She has diversified her mission, her products, and her business Tracy Ricard started her professional career as a U.S. Army medic. After after attending advanced medic school, she changed her specialty uh, and was trained as an Army respiratory therapist. While working full-time as a respiratory therapist, she completed her bachelor's in science and master's in science in information systems. Now, Tracy has 20 years experience in IT across multiple disciplines, but in 2019, Tracy created the Naked Face Cosmetic brand. It took her a year to develop the line that includes hair and body creams and body scrubs that are vegan and organic. Currently, Tracy also runs three other companies at the same time. So when I tell you and call her a renaissance woman, (laughs) that is our story. And as her title of the episode says, she has figured it out. And so we are excited to be able to dive into some questions that can potentially help you figure out how to launch your dreams, stay committed and persevere through challenges, the ups and the downs of being a creative and staying relevant in the market. So join me in welcoming Tracy Ricard to our show. Welcome, Tracy.
2: Hi, Dr. Jackson. It is wonderful to be here. I can't
1: wait to talk about some things
2: with you and your audience. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I tell you, it has been um, a crazy experience trying to navigate and continue to stay relevant in what has been an, a roller coaster of a pandemic, of continued changes figuring out how to navigate and become digital, creating opportunities to continue to create and be creative. And I'm excited to uh, listen to how you have been able to navigate that, especially with the brand. I know you do several things, (laughs) but specifically with the brand, The Naked Face. So tell us a little bit about the brand so that everyone gets a feel of what's unique about The Naked Face.
2: Okay, so The Naked Face was created, it started off with one product. And uh, and I must admit that it was for very selfish reasons because I had hyperpigmentation. So as a child who likes to go out and enjoy the sun and the beach, you know, you pay for that down the road. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I paid the price for it. Exactly. Right. I went to a dermatologist. Bottom line is uh, she basically recommended that I exfoliate uh, quite often and that I use uh, a product that I actually make. Because when she said, hey, exfoliate, I said, "Okay, well, what are you giving me? What's the prescription or what do you need me to buy? And she says no 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 what i want you to do is is i want you to actually go out here and make your own and i'm like uh really (laughs) (laughs) like why and, and and what am i supposed to make it out of so she threw some suggestions out there and so that's how the first product which was the face and body the best face and body coffee scrub uh was was uh uh come about so you know, I kind of toiled around in the kitchen for a while and uh, came up with a really, really nice mixture, passed it through to her and, um, you know, that off to the races. So that's how <laughs> <History>. it started.
1: <laughs> History was made, which I love yes. because that's literally just the beginning of your story is what we love to talk about here on the show. You're given a trying moment and adversity and figuring out how not to get stuck by that, but to create a flip experience with it and keep moving forward. Now, I've looked at your brand. I've been able to kind of follow you. I've uh, looked at some of your other interviews and you really stress on the website that your products that you can pronounce everything on the label, and that you create them with the customer or the client in mind. Can you tell us a little bit more about why are you so committed to a vegan and organic product?
2: Well, uh, Dr. Jackson, it's real important to me that first of all you're able to pronounce what's on the in, in the in the product. Uh, you know there there are a lot of them that you simply can't. Uh, there's a lot of uh, artificial ingredients stabilizers and so forth and those are the types of things that I wanted to stay away. So as I crafted these products and whatnot, we have three and again we've worked in conjunction with uh, dermatologists but we also have a staff a master competition on with us and with that, you know we were able to come up with three different uh, products that work out really well again, you can pronounce them. Everything is all natural, and um, and they're 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 fantastic. So, uh, uh, not to mention organic. So that was the goal. That was really the goal.
1: And I think there's a, an entire market right now that really wants to focus on how can I stay healthy internally and externally and eliminate as many chemicals from our bodies and from our systems so that our body can actually rejuvenate and regenerate naturally The from the earth. And so I think there's really a strong market for that. Would you agree?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there are products out there for everybody, but for those who want something that is natural, and I mean, there is there are no, no chemicals in any of these products as we speak, um, th- we're definitely a product that you want to try. And, mm-hmm. it, and it doesn't matter what your skin type is, what your ethnicity is. It really doesn't matter. You're going to find that all three of those products are going to work out really, really well for you. And it's just in a way you use it, for example, like the hair cream. My hair texture, I have very dry hair. And so I use it uh, quite often to oil my scalp and my hair. However, if you have a different or finer type of hair, you might find that it works very well as a hair mask for you before a conditioning mask before you wash. So yeah, so it, it doesn't matter uh, who you are, whether you're male, female, it, it all works. And again, it's everything is natural. You don't have to think twice about, oh my goodness, what's in there. Uh, it's real simple, you know, so. So you, but,
1: mentioned, you mentioned the name of one product. Can you tell us the names of all three of the products?
2: Oh, absolutely. Uh, we have the best. Uh, hair cream. We have the best face and body cream and we have the best uh, face and body scrub. So, and we call it the best for a reason and notice the name face and body. So yes. you get the, you get one uh, with the other. So you don't need two separate products there.
1: Yes. So once you jump in the shower, you can do the whole thing with one product. That's it.
0: Amazing. Yes,
1: ma'am. I think yes. when I think about creating a product that can be so universal can be is organic and vegan and you're committed to a particular brand there must have been lessons that you learned in creating the brand and launching the brand what what are some of those great life or business lessons that have helped you build and establish the brand?
2: Well, uh, uh, hmm. one of the biggest things I think that's important in and in a lessons learned is that you have to learn how to pivot. You really do because you run into some things that you never saw coming and you have to be able to turn that situation around to something that, 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 that works. But I'll tell you one of the big deals here uh, that can help with that is having a business plan. You really need to sit down and really start to think about it. And, and then start to fill in those blanks because, it, because it's the blueprint as to how your business is going to run. How's it going to get paid? What's your return investment? When is the return on investment going to happen? And when you're expecting to uh, uh, borrow money, especially, you really need to be able to answer those questions. Because um, to be honest with you, few people are going to give it to you without understanding a, a business plan uh, and having one you know intact. So though, I mean, that's a big deal. That whole pivot thing, you got to pivot. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait till we get into these stories because, oh, I got some good ones for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think about as we prepare to talk about how you have had to pivot. And I I know um, as we prepared for our episode, you shared a couple of those pivot moments. But as I Mm -hmm. think about what you just shared, and the importance of creating a business plan. So many people skip that step because they're so focused on either getting the product out, getting the mission launched, or getting their vision out there that they're quick to try to move into uh, getting a name on a platform. And will skip that step. One, because it takes a lot of work. Would you agree? But How vitally important was your business plan in your ability to actually pivot? How did they work together?
2: Well, it kind of forces you to think up front and to even think about scenarios that could potentially happen so that you can mitigate them up front. And now you're always going to have things that pop up with the possibility of things that pop up that, you know, you just had, you just didn't even see this one coming. And, uh, oh, I've got a couple of those, let me tell you. But again, it's the willpower to want and to understand what needs to happen uh, with you and your, your, your customers. And so with that said, you have X requirements. You just need to figure out now, how am I going to get from point A to point B? But that business plan, I can't tell you how critical it is. You go out here and step out without a business plan, you literally are, are, are going out in the blind. It's kind of like putting your hands up and you can't really see because you got all the trees and the forest and so forth. Here, you're cutting through the trees and the forest on paper. You're writing down certain things that have to happen and the time frames by which you expect them to happen. Uh, again, your, your your money, everything is based upon that business plan. And so when you don't have one, and then things start to happen, you become, you put yourself more so in a reactive mode. That business plan helps to keep you in a proactive mode so that you're consistently thinking about what do I do next? And this is how I'm gonna handle that situation. And your business plan is a living document, so it can always grow, it can always change. But the key is is you really need to have one. And once again, It's going to be difficult to even get financial assistance without having a well thought out business plan. Nobody's going to give you money when you haven't even sat down and took the time to think, how are they going to get their money back, what does the revenue stream look like, and so forth and so on. There's so many things to go into it. And the good thing is, is there's free help out there to get you a business plan.
1: Could, do you, and I don't want to throw you on the spot, but I always want to be able to help individuals be strategic. Do you have a suggestion of where someone could begin if they have a dream, but they haven't started that business plan? Where could they look?
2: You could go out to the Small Business Administration. They really have a lot of different uh, types of uh, free seminars, classes, and so forth that, um, that work out really well. Uh, that are very informative. Um, you can go down to your local city hall. They have local programs within these uh, these tech corridors that are out there to 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 help. And so um, they're, they're, those are two uh, big ones that I would take a look at and especially take a look at uh, the, the, the SBA and uh, their guidelines uh, uh, and assistance that they give for um, you know for small businesses and helping to write uh, business plans.
1: Yeah, Thank you for that. As I think about your analogy of a business plan being like a roadmap to help you guide um, your directions as well as be proactive because stuff happens. And I look at the timeline of when you launched uh, the Naked Body uh, cosmetic brand. It was 2019. And we all know what happened in 2020. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and so. Yes. I, I'm curious about how has COVID impacted your product launch as well as your growth?
2: Well, it's interesting because one of my uh, one of my initial dreams and as part of the plan is, is I wanted something called a beauty bar. You know it's nothing fancy. It's just a clean, small space that had kind of like a um, like a bench. And it had a table, and it would have the uh, what do you call them basins? So you have a few basins, and then all of the oils and all the mixtures and the potions that we use would be right behind us, so that you could see And then you press the button, and we get out. You know, we make the product for you right there. You get a chance to try it. Everything is, is right there. And if you like it, then certainly you can uh, make your purchase right there. But nothing big or elaborate, but very clean, very chic, you know, and actually very small, maybe like a 10-seater. So this is what I'm, my serious vision was. And I'm like, oh, man, go down here and get a nice spot over here at the National Harbor. And this is cool. The high traffic area. People are going to want to come and try it. So here comes COVID. Nobody is going nowhere and nobody <laughs> wants to sit next to you and try nothing. <laughs> they don't even want to touch you. Right. Right. And uh, Right. That's how <laughs> that's what we were dealt. And so uh, I completely went online uh, because the option was was just uh, not there. I wanted to establish an online presence anyway, but uh that was a complete pivot from doing a beauty bar a physical presence to where everything now is you know virtual online and and so forth and as far as from a sales perspective, well, I never got there in the first place for for the beauty bar, I never had a chance to test it. So I can't necessarily speak for that, but from a revenue perspective online, that's one of the goals is to continue to reach out to uh, to uh, 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 expand our customer base so that we can get there. So that's 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 it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, you know what, as I think about also as an entrepreneur, so in a very similar way, uh, I spoke for a living, right? So I'm in person speaking to crowds and groups. I had launched a book and then COVID happened and in a very similar way had to pivot and create an entire shift from in person to actual digital online on-demand platform. And so I completely get that. I also Mm -hmm. recognize that as we get ready for our first break, that that move pushed me into an arena that I was nervous about getting into. But that push actually has opened up an entire new platform for me to grow in. And as we get ready for this uh, commercial break, I encourage individuals who have been following our growth plans that we do every single month. If you haven't joined, now's the time. We still have two more to go. If you haven't joined, please consider joining us first Tuesdays of every month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website, www.livingstrongllc.com for more information and the opportunity to be a part of the Next Growth Group. So as we get ready for this commercial, check out the website, and we'll be right back to listen to more of the ways Tracy has had to learn how to figure it out and pivot. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life. So why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for First Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific. And let's grow together. It's
0: your time. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veardra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into one 346 9141 that's one 888 346 9141 You may also send an email to info at LivingStrongLLC.com. Now back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. We
1: have been having a conversation with Tracy Ricard, and she has shared how the importance of having a business plan has created her roadmap in order for her to be proactive when she is, it's needed to make a pivot. And any entrepreneur knows that pivots, they're just a part of the story. And so she's had to make a couple of pivots, acknowledging of launching a product in 2019, she had one vision and had to make a pivot to create an online platform to be able to move her vision forward. So as we come back into this conversation, I know there have been some other pivots. I think some challenges with having an organic and vegan product that now is purchased online and needs to get into the hands of your customers. What were some life lessons there that you have been able to figure out?
2: Uh, you you better figure out where your audience is. Uh, I made a very 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 expensive mistake uh, on on how oh, that was definitely on me because what I did was I went after uh, I went up after a platform just because it was popular, not realizing at the time that mm, that it might be popular, but that might not necessarily be the group of folk who are going to necessarily be attracted to your product. And so it was a very, very expensive uh, lesson to learn. And so you really have to think about, uh, again, not only where, who your market is, but where do you tap it in? That's, that's really, 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 really a big deal. So that was one of the things that we had to overcome.
1: I think it's uh, really important for especially entrepreneurs that are trying to find their audience to think more critically about who is your audience and not be afraid to actually identify who the audience is and then begin to tailor your marketing to who that, uh, we call them avatars. So who is that market avatar that, and identify who they are, what their age group is, where do they shop, what do they read? actually writing all of those things down, again, to create your roadmap for how are you going to get the attention of your product in front of the right people. Just because you're on Facebook doesn't mean you're hitting the target market that can afford what you are offering. You have any thoughts about that, Tracy? Absolutely.
2: Uh, I'll give you a great example. Uh, TikTok, for example, you know, everybody who is into TikTok and it's, you know, it's, it's fantastic and it certainly serves its purpose. However, you can't make the mistake of believing just because TikTok is, is uh, everybody is there that it is the audience that you are looking for. And so uh, mistakes like that definitely cost me. And so what I've had to do is pivot around that and say, well, wait a minute. Okay, well, and I'm using TikTok as an example. Hey, the TikTok uh, uh, viewers and participants like this type of a product. You're not coming up with this type of a product uh, because the audience that you're looking for is just not there. That, that's just maybe not your, it's not your thing. And so you, are you going to make mistakes? And so prepare to make those mistakes and to pick it up and keep it moving. And then to figure out, just as you said, who is your target audience, really? If you know who it is, then where are they? How do you get to them? How do you turn those Facebook likes and, uh, and all the social medias And how do you convert that into cash? That's what you really have to concentrate on and come up with a viable plan to make. And if you have 100,000 followers, it doesn't necessarily mean that you get every one of them to, to, uh, to make a purchase. What is that strategy? That's a big deal. That's what gets you, that's what keeps you in business. And that, those are the things that you're going to have to think about. And it's not just like you said, just because you're on Facebook. Okay. Uh, you can be on Instagram. Okay. You can have an Instagram store. But how do you get them to go there and how do you get that, uh, you know, those things to convert?
1: I'm curious how your IT background has supported you in this venture and the the building of this brand.
2: It's supported me from a project management standpoint. Uh, That's one of the uh, core capabilities that I have. I have. you know that I got as a I, you know, actually that started in the uh, in the United States Army, but was much further refined as an adult. Moving into uh, IT. So, I have been a project manager, program manager, you know, those types of things. And it has helped me because it helps me manage day to day how I'm going to operate, uh, you know, from the beginning to the end. So, which is what project management is all about and coming up with those high level milestones and the timeframes and so forth. So,
1: wow. I listen as I listen to you talk, the word discipline comes to mind and how often uh, are entrepreneurs struggling to be disciplined in identifying, okay, what are those benchmarks, staying consistent, identifying your target and staying on mark to actually meet your goals. And that requires being able to be strategic and forward thinking. So when I think about your actual getting products into the hands of clients. And I know that there have been several uh, moments where there've been shipping challenges, people aren't getting their mail, there are um, continued staffing issues. What Are there any pivots with a business that you must get product from one place to the other What are some life lessons you've had in that area?
2: (laughs) Consider the weather. (laughs) Consider the weather depending upon, that's too easy. Consider consider the weather depending upon what type of product you have. We have uh, shea butter-based products that do not do well if they're sitting in heat. And Mm so uh, to be honest with you, didn't even think about this one. My sister, it just so happens, was one of the first uh, testers throughout the, uh, in the summer. And uh, she lives in Alabama. So she uh, had the product sent to her, and then she had one sent to someone else in Georgia, uh, two of the hottest places around, right, in the summer, yes. and uh, or even coming up on the summer. So she called me up, and she says, well, uh, Trace, uh, I had to let them know that the project, the, uh, first of all, it's okay that it melted. I said, oh my God, melted? <laughs> I said, that's the first thing. I said, it melted? I couldn't even let her get past it. Tell me whatever else you say melted. And then she, she had to tell the person she sent it for that even though it's melted, that the properties were still the same. Nothing changes about the use and the effectiveness of the uh, product, which is very true. But uh, who wants to get a melted product? When you pay your good money, you want a product that is fresh. You know you're not you, you, you want fresh, you're not looking for for melt. and right. so it's like, oh my god, you know so it was a whole um, wow, a whole wow moment. so you really do have to think about things uh, like that that what type of product do you have? how well does it ship in different types of climates? you know mm. that type of a thing. so that was a that was a big deal, but it uh, quickly we pivoted and figured out <laughs> how to get some packaging. <laughs> you go into these doggone climates. I can't have melted packages. Oh my god!
1: No. So we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. So how many times did you have to actually test shipping before you hit the right approach? I had I had a group of
2: uh, I'd say seven different locate testers in different locations, and so I had them in Florida. I had them in uh, uh, Nevada. Las Vegas mm-hmm. it gets very 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 hot there. Uh, we had a couple of in Texas uh, Houston, Dallas. We had another one uh, where else do we have another one at? We had a couple in Florida oh, another one in Georgia and then I kept using my sister in Alabama. and so I kept sending them until we got it right. that's what that's all you can do. And, and then of course you go and you like ass compare, I started ordering other people's products too. Let me see how they're getting them. I mean, they've got similar type of based products anyway. My ingredients, our ingredients are different than your ingredients, but you know, there's a, products out there that are shea butter and there are others that are coconut butter and, and all these things that melt during the heat. And then you have to take into consideration that just because you sent it, uh, you know and it gets there in two or three days they're automatically gonna pick it up off the porch. <laughs> or they're not going to leave it in the car. Or it's like, oh, my God. You, it, it, so you have to think about that. And what are you going to do when you get that phone call? Because you will get one that says, hey, what's going on with your product? Well, mm-hmm. so you have to uh you have to and we had to quickly figure that out. But we were able to do it. Uh, through those testers, and we just kept running it, running it, running it. And our suppliers, uh, thank thank goodness, were able to uh, get us the, uh, the the equipment that we needed to try these things. Packaging quick, almost yes. overnight, I had new packaging until we found the right stuff. And you know, that's how we were able to overcome it. Uh, so we will not have this problem again next uh, next uh, warm weather. <laughs> it has been fixed. <laughs>
1: I think about how often um, when we run into a hurdle and instead of getting stuck by the mistake or the failure or the embarrassment, um, being able to pick ourselves up and stay innovative, what would you say are the anchor skill sets that you bring to your business that has helped you stay standing?
2: Requirements analysis. Adam mm. is a big deal. So, from uh, from an IT perspective, again, uh, it is all about. If you don't have the right requirements, you can't possibly have the right your customer base. In in our world, you can't possibly have the right product. You can't because you don't have you don't understand what the 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 requirement is. From from myself to excuse me, from that customer to 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 us. Our customers want clean products. Our customer wants products that are plant-based. Our customers want stuff that they can pronounce. So you, you see what I'm saying? That's the requirement. So it's all about it. If I'm not producing that, then I'm not meeting the requirement. And, you know, so what do you do?
1: You have to, it sounds like you have to let go of what you're focused on and really focus on what your client or your customer once and stay committed to serving as opposed to just getting a brand or product out there. You really shift your, your thought process that this is what they're asking for. This is what's required. So what do I need to shift in me to make sure I can meet that requirement as opposed to making them conform to what I want to do?
2: Uh, this is absolutely, uh, Dr. Jackson. I tell you, you've hit the uh, the the nail on the on the head. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about. Uh, we're about to introduce a men's line, also, right, to the Naked Face. So Exciting. yes, it's, yes, it's going to be very very cool, right? And I'll tell you, I learned a lesson here because what was happening is, is the ladies were given the gentlemen, uh, the the uh, the hair cream, and they were putting it in their beards. And I was like, oh, is that what we're doing? So they were talking about how it started growing and this, that, and the other and all that. I said, well, well, what I think I need to do is is start a men's line, right? So that was the <laughs> that was the catalyst, yes. right? And so what I wanted to do, um, I ended up having to to do something that I really well not do something that I really want to do, I had to pivot with it because the 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 hair cream. Some people will tell you it has a slightly medicinal smell. You have things like peppermint, clove, you have rosemary it's very powerful. So you have those, the combination of those scents. And so uh, what I try to do is, is, see, everybody doesn't like that scent. Some people do, some people don't. And when you have something that's in your beard, that, that has a, if, if you think that it's medicinal, see now you do have a lot of people who do like it, who like that, that, that fragrance and whatnot, right? But for the ones who don't, I got it. And so what I tried to do was mask it with other, uh, with the, with with fragrances and so forth. And it just, it just, I wasn't getting the greatest feedback because I'm trying to give you this great hair product for your beard, but it has that a, a smell that a lot of is going to be a turnoff to a lot of people. So I had to figure out how. What do I. What do I do to fix it? I got an answer, and you're going to see it when Man Pretty. P.R.I.D.D.Y. debuts, so oh, you will right. still, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. You're still going to have that one that has that 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 medicinal thing, but it's called nourish and grow because that's what the bottom line is going to be. But you, what I did was, is I made the compromise. Okay, so this is all um, all natural. I won't say I'll stop short of saying vegan because it has beeswax in it, and beeswax is not vegan. So Otherwise, you know, so I just, so I won't say it when it comes to that particular product, right? But I created something called, or we created something called Beard and Body Cream. And so that Beard and Body Cream can be used on the beard, it can be used on the body, and it has a couple of different fragrances, because this is what the gentleman asked for. They said, I want to have some manly fragrances. So who am I to tell them that they can't have manly fragrances, right? So everything else... <laughs> <laughs> is once again natural organic but you have two three of them that have their their, their fragrances uh one of them is called for example cubano tobacco there's no oh. there's no natural to, Cubano tobacco so you know that there's a little bit of you know what i mean But we also offer one that is uh, unscented also for the gentleman who prefers to wear his own cologne and so forth and so on. And you don't want maybe all that other fragrance. So there it is.
1: I love that story because there are so (laughs) many lessons as an entrepreneur in there to not be Mm -hmm. afraid to add on, take risk, test your product, listen to feedback. Take your pride out of the equation and actually yes. focus on being able to receive feedback and make the changes so that you continue to be a force to be reckoned with in the marketplace. Because, yes. other, mar- you know, mass marketing of, of products, people that are doing that aren't necessarily willing to listen to. The client or the customer. So before we take our next break, I would love for you to give our listeners, uh, again, how they can find you and the names of your product before we take our next break.
2: Okay. Uh, fantastic. Uh, you can find us at the nakedface.store, www.TheNakedFace.store. We are on uh, Instagram, the Naked Face Cosmetics. The Naked Face Cosmetics. And on Facebook, we are the Naked Face Store. The Naked Face Store. We have three different products at this time until we re- finish revamping our website. Then we will introduce uh, the new Man Pretty for the gentleman. And it'll be a whole new look and feel on the website. But we have three products as it stands. We have the best face and body cream. We have the best face and body scrub and we have uh, the best hair cream.
1: Fantastic. So there you have it. As we come back from the next break, I'm going to start asking Tracy about where she, what lessons is she learning in building her message and reaching more audiences? So we'll be right Back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life. So why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for first Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific and let's grow together. It's your time.
0: This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity, with Dr. Virdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at info@livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity.
1: Welcome back to our transparent authentic conversation with the creator of the Naked Face brand. And I tell you, Tracy has been honest about the ups and the downs of her process of launching a vegan and organic product line with ingredients that you can read, that you don't have to go to a dictionary to try and figure out what's in this thing. And it has all come out of adversity that she had of her own that she's continued to share how creating the pivot has happened and she's been able to figure it out. So I'm curious, we talked a little bit about um, shipping challenges and, and realizing that we need to factor in weather and packaging and all of those moving pieces what will you do if supply chain issues continue to happen as we move into the holiday seasons?
2: It gets more and more interesting by the day, Dr. Jackson. I tell you, All right. So this basically is, I'll tell you what we're doing because uh, things like glass is at a premium. It is very, very difficult to find certain types of glass uh, sizes. And there's at least one product that we offer multiple uh, glass sizes in. So, uh, And that's in the uh, face and body scrub. So what we're doing is we, on our new website, we're gonna promote that you save those you save those, uh, those empty uh, glasses, uh, recycle them, keep them, keep them for future use because guess what we're about to do? We're about to sell refills. And so therefore, oh yeah, so if we do run out of, we recently just got in a, a, a very large uh, shipment and this is interesting of, uh, of for example, eight ounce uh, uh, glasses to supplement our supply well, half of them were broke and they came from, I had to, I couldn't even get them in the United States. I mean, it is just absolutely insane. And so, okay, we definitely have, you know, a few to last us, uh, you know, for, for quite some time, but we will absolutely encourage people, Hey, save those and order the refills. If you, you you certainly welcome to order the glass and we will certainly sell them to you. Uh, But once we order those refills, if we were out of the glasses, OK, if, if, if I could buy a refill for something, it's not going to stop me from buying the product because I can't get it in that glass. What I'm going to do is put it in another glass or the one that I was using before, you know. So so it's clean. It's an economical way to go. And it suits uh, the purpose. I sell goods. You still receive fantastic goods. So that's one of the ways that we are uh, pivoting. That refill thing is a big deal for us
1: continuing to be creative and innovative and thinking outside of the box, not getting stuck because of a challenge that rises up, but how can I continue to serve the client, continue to provide a quality uh, product, and you just added a whole nother layer to being conscious with the, um, the environment, as well as paying attention to uh, supporting and serving, um, recycling. I, I mean, the, the whole level of organic, vegan, and continue to provide service, service and support that um, keeps not only the client in the forefront, but the planet at the same time. I love it. I love it. The yes. layers, the <laughs> layers of it all. So when we talk about building your message, I, as actually a coach for organizations, uh, stress that when they are launching a new concept or a new service, that they become really clear on what their message is so that their client or the individuals who are going to receive the service aren't confused, what lessons have you learned about marketing and building a message around your brand and um, bringing uh, attention to it to the marketplace?
2: Well, you have to, number one, believe in your product to the point to where you are talking about it consistently. You are talking about it to everybody. You can talk about it. And I mean, that's just a, a, a... trying to get that product out there is truly, truly, truly something else. <laughs> it is really something special. It is, it is bigger than just, okay, again, let me just do Facebook and, and let me just be on Instagram and so forth. And so one of the challenges that we have had is, again, putting that name out here. And so we're trying different things. We're trying different things. Like uh, one of the things we're doing is, for example, pop-ups so where so now people are you know getting into this whole post-covid world they're starting to come out and you know and shop and so forth and so on well the pop-ups give us the opportunity to let other uh you know to let folks uh try you know to try the products and whatnot we have these little sample sizes that we bring out with us and people can you know try the products and you know that's that so uh, so that's one of the uh, you know the big ways again that we are pivoting into into uh, getting that name out there and uh, you know you you really have to start talking to people and getting them to like your product and it starts with them liking your product by the way. <laughs> <laughs> when they start to like it a, they start to have tell a other quality people. product right <laughs> <laughs> yes and they start telling people about it whatnot and this is what you want uh you know what what you want to happen so you're well on your path once you can get that once you can get those uh those followers and get with other groups who are doing things that are big also that want to foster you i'm not afraid to ask somebody hey can you help me or can we can we join forces with you and do and so forth i what there is a a lot out there for everybody to share. There's no need to be selfish. So if we need to get together and figure this thing out uh, from a social media perspective, let's do it. If it helps me to piggyback off of you and you t- uh, to me, then uh, why are we not doing these things? This is how you get the word out. So,
1: Wow. So instead of getting caught up in competing against others, finding partners out there that you can collaborate with, and create even a broader reach to individuals. As I listened to the very first thing you said in response to my question is first, you have to believe in your own product and Mm -hmm. and be able to message that and then come outside of your comfort zone and create opportunities to talk with people about the product, about the service, and please have a good, a good product. So that (laughs) word of mouth can happen. It's so, but I think about how oftentimes people will get so caught up in creating something fast that they're not even really clear on what it is that they're providing. And Mm -hmm. it's about getting it done quickly so that you can say you have something But you really have to believe in what you're doing. What? How would you say you have built a conviction around believing in your product and actually being um, a brand ambassador for your own services uh, that you provide to people?
2: Because I actually use the product, I use the product every day. Number one, number two, my skin glows. And so when they go and they ask, "Well, girl, what you doing? What, what, what's what's a, what kind of cream you use?" Oh, it's called the Naked Face. It's called the best <laughs> skin cream. It's called the best face and body cream. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it's true. You know, that's yes. that's the deal. So I am my own walking ambassador. I mean. I I hate to say it that way, but it is. So when they start asking me about my skin, I tell them exactly what I use. And it's my own product. Mm-hmm. So that's how much I believe in it. I don't I have no other products in my in my uh, in my cabinet
1: wow. anymore. Yes, indeed. I love that. I wear my own product. So you are a walking billboard for the integrity of your product. You mentioned earlier around making a mistake um, in trying to find your audience. Would you say that there are other ways for entrepreneurs to develop um, their presence without having to hire someone to get the message out on social media? Are there other strategies and ways to get get attention?
2: You can do it yourself. Uh, It's time consuming. You can do it yourself. You can ask uh, friends to help. You know, a friend might have a camera uh, is taking pictures for you and that will donate their time. See, when you go in here and you ask people, you would be stunned uh, at at what somebody will do to further assist you. So a lot of it you can do yourself if you have the time to do it again and just start talking to uh, folk. And I'll tell you another thing that you can do is go to the local uh, universities. You always have students who are, are you got film students, you have uh, writers, you got all kinds of students, designers, all kinds of folk, depending upon what you're trying to do, that will uh, that will help to uh, that will help you out so and and for little or no cost because they want it on their resume and so forth and so on it becomes a give and take you give me this i give you that i i do work for you i get exposure that's how this works so yeah there are there there are lots of ways you got people who are in the it field out there who just are dying to build a database for you as a student and whatnot you know what i mean so yes. there are or 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 uh, they focus on communications okay mm-hmm and will help you come up with a communications plan and whatnot for next to no money, if at all, just because they are students, that's how that works. And then remember, they have instructors and they're able to take those uh, questions and so forth back to the student populace and in order to get uh, uh, sufficient answers for you.
1: You know what, I? when I think about the wisdom you just dropped for people to recognize that, you know what, It doesn't have to be someone that you're going to hire. There are plenty of students out there who would love the opportunity to get the experience and the exposure for themselves. We only have about two minutes left in our episode. This hour goes by so fast every time. With the last two minutes that we have, someone who is listening, who has hit hurdle after hurdle, and they're not sure whether or not they can continue to move forward with their product or their dream, I'd love for you to just take a moment and speak to that person. What would you say to the person who feels like maybe this is just too hard? What closing advice would you give them?
2: you have to isolate what you what you believe those issues are number 1 and let's just try to work on what those issues are to see if we can get you from point a to point b you have to you have to know okay i'm not selling this because of what and now it's going to take some analysis in here and maybe you've been in business for a year and you're saying, I'm still not selling this stuff. Well, the question becomes, why? I'm going to give you another very interesting uh, lessons learned with that. OK, so it took a second before, you know, the the wheels started moving and so forth. And I had to take a hard look, like, what is going on? We have got our products are serious and they're very good and people love them. So what, what's what's why am I not? What's going on here? One of the things that I discovered is the name that I have, the Naked Face. Well, there's other people who have it too, and they have it associated with products that are in cosmetics and creams and so forth and so on. The problem with that is I own the name as a registered trademark, the Naked Face, and I've owned it for a couple of years. Okay, so therefore. Uh, it is possible that people were typing in the naked face and they're going to somebody else's site when Mm. that was intended to come over here. So there are different policies and so forth and so on on Instagram and and Facebook that says that if you own the trademark, you cannot you can't do business underneath that same name. Well, guess what I just did? Okay, I didn't do anything. I supplied who those people were to Facebook and, and to Instagram. So all of these are lessons learned with, you know, with that piece. So uh, that was a big one. That's a very real story.
1: (laughs) Yes. And you know, with that, thank you so much, Tracy, for all of the nuggets that you have shared and the encouragement to those who are trying to get products out, even uh, post-COVID. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And absolutely look, Tracy, up the naked face. We look forward to another flip side Conversation next week stay tuned and stay connected.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.